This story has been recorded at an Addictive Eaters Anonymous meeting in New Zealand. You can email us at contact at aeanz.org. Hi everyone, my name is Carla and I am an Addictive Eater. It's, um, yeah, it's good to be here. Very grateful, very grateful um, yeah, to, to the story, you know, what it was like and what happened and what it's like now. Um, I'm very grateful that I'm here to tell that story um, and that I'm here because all I did was keep coming, keep coming back to these meetings. Um, came here because I was overweight and had been overweight my whole entire life. Um, and I thought that that was the problem. I thought that the weight was the problem. I really didn't think, um, I, re I really honestly didn't think there was anything else wrong with me. That I was perfect in every way other than the fact that I was overweight. Um, I think I would say I was delusional. <laughs> um, but yeah, no self-awareness, no self-awareness of how uh, self-centered I was and how, um, yeah, just, just, yeah, controlling and manipulative and So um, I was grateful to come here and find a solution actually for the weight. Um, it's interesting now, looking back I can definitely see that I had a problem from, with food before I ever started to get overweight. Um, the first person who talked to me about this fellowship, she said that as far back as she can remember, she was fascinated by food, and I just completely and 100% got that. Um, I'm watching someone in my family um, really get worse, get worse with this disease, and that's really hard. It's really hard because um, it just it just reminds me of how all-consuming and how sad and how hard it is um, and and how there's, there's absolutely there was absolutely nothing I could do I was completely powerless and there's actually nothing that I can do for this person and um, yeah, and just being reminded, like, um, you know, finding um, tons, like empty tins in their bedroom, just tuna and fruit and, you know, just empty tins. And I remember that. I remember looking around for something to eat and going, oh, yeah, I'll just have a whole tin of peaches or a whole tin 
I can't remember. I can't even remember eating tuna, but I remember the fruit. I remember tins of peaches and pears, and and no thought for anybody else. Like no thought for that actually somebody might want that or somebody in the family might want that. Yeah, I didn't care. That just it just never even went through my head. I was just remembering I drove in today, and um, I was just remembering this. Uh, the priest had been asked to come over for dinner. This is when we were living overseas, and he was coming over for dinner. And my mum had made made this, and I don't know why I liked it so much. I would have been about eleven or twelve. She'd made this tomato and onion salad with lots of vinegar dressing on it, and it was sitting in the middle of the table waiting for the, the priest hadn't arrived yet, and lunch hadn't started yet and I started eating it just with my hands just straight out of the salad bowl well I ate half the salad and so then when we came to sit at the table my mum was so embarrassed she was so embarrassed at the fact that there was like barely enough salad for the priest let alone anybody else you know because and and I just and I would never own up to that I would never say that it was me, and I would never apologise for that. Um, I remember buying a vanilla-flavoured yoghurt, thinking it was like the vanilla back in the... You know how the vanilla yoghurt, the Meadow Fresh, like the vanilla yoghurt was like... It was like vanilla creamy, and it was sweet, and I got this vanilla yoghurt we all got to choose one yogurt me and my sisters all got to choose one yogurt and it turned out that it wasn't that sort of sweet vanilla it was just like a vanilla flavor and i i hated it it was horrible it's not what i had in mind i had in mind a pudding and this was not in my mind a pudding it was hideous and so i ate mine and then i just ate my sister's chocolate one i just ate it I didn't even think that, and then she went to go and get her one, and it wasn't there. And it was like, well, no, because my one wasn't actually so, like, in my head, I could justify the lying, the stealing, you know, I could just, it was just what I did. And, yeah, and the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight, the constant, like, I know this is that I'm going to put on weight, or I want to put on weight. The embarrassment, <coughs> the embarrassment of having to like get the different size uniforms from my employers, and having to, you know, you know, just go up and up and up in sizes of clothes, and then just not ever having anything to wear, and just, but just not being able to do anything about it. Um, I know it stopped me doing things that I loved. I loved to dance. I loved to dance. And it just, it did stop me doing those things. Um, but then it also, um, but then it, at some point it didn't either. At some point I would do those things anyway. And I remember in particular the year before I came into this fellowship, got very heavily involved in a dance group. And we would do performances, and, and I would be up there, and I'd be dancing. My mum made me made me a skirt to wear. 
she, after I came here and lost weight, she actually turned that skirt into two skirts because it was that big. Um, but I remember doing this performance in the town hall, in the Auckland town hall, and this woman coming up to me afterwards and saying, oh, you did so well, that was amazing, that was incredible, well done. And all I could hear, all I could hear, even though she didn't say it, all I could hear was, you did really well for a fat person. That's what I heard. That was what was in my head and that was my thinking constantly. And, um, yeah, and it just got worse. It just got worse. And so, you know, now when I see this happening, it just, I, you know, people are getting angry that it's happening, understandably, and and I'm just, there's, there's no anger, because I just, I know, I know that it's a disease. I know that I'm bodily and mentally different from my fellows, and that I, yeah, I was powerless. I was completely powerless over food. There's a solution here, and I'm so grateful. These 12 steps have saved my life, and given me a life that I could not have even begun to hope for. Um, I had a friend send me a message today. She's on holiday with her partner. And she said, you've been married a long time. <laughs> I said, yes, one day at a time. Um, how do you do it? You know, when you're on holiday, like we're just fighting all the time. And... And I thought, I don't know, I don't know what I do. And then I thought, actually, I do. And I was able to share my experience. And my experience comes from everybody here, my sponsors and the people in this fellowship that have helped me to stay married. Um, you know, I suggested, she suggested she let her partner drive and that it was okay if there was silence, that you didn't have to entertain each other the whole time, um, that you lower your expectations, that everything's going to be perfect, um, and that even if it's not fine, it's fine. And like none of those, none of those are my original thoughts, but all of those are the things that I've had to do. They're all the things that I have had to do. Um, and, you know, and, and, and I can remember, I can remember when, you know, there's, there's, been, there's been fights and there's been horrible holidays, like just awful holidays. And, and I really thought that there was no hope for my husband and I that I was going to have to come back. And it was especially one particular trip to the Gold Coast that I thought, oh, definitely coming home and getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and yet... You know, like, it just passes, it just passes. Um, and then another friend who is off sick from work and, you know, she's worried because, you know, the statements haven't gone out and she's not going to get through to, you know, and blah, 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 and she's at home sick worrying about work. And just to be able to say to her, nobody dies. <laughs> she hasn't got a job where people are going to die from her not doing her job. You know, and just knowing that that's what I've heard whenever I've been worrying about something that 
you know, and just being able to share my experience. And again, it's not it's not a theory. This this program, these twelve steps, they're not a theory. This is the way I live my life, and all I do is share my experience with others. And yeah, I'm very grateful. Very grateful to still be married. I'm very grateful that you know, um, you know that I can be an example to anybody who's you know going through it. And gosh, I really, really do know that I don't get to, I don't get to say who gets well from this disease or who gets to hear the message. I don't. Um, I just, I show up, come to these meetings, I answer the phone when the phone rings, I share my experience, I carry the message as much as I can through service. Um, you know, this is my primary purpose. I, yeah, it, it comes first. And it's good, it's really good. Um, I'll just share, I, I've been sharing, I'm a bit distracted with life at the moment um, and things that are going to happen. I've had a few exciting things happen the last few weeks and I actually need this program and these 12 steps as much for exciting things as I do for hard things because I, I, I just go a little bit spinny, like my head goes a little bit spinny and my feet don't quite feel like that I'm grounded, like I just don't feel like I'm quite right. And I can be thinking about things coming up and I can be thinking about, you know, things that have happened and it's just, it's, I'm so sick of myself at the moment. I'm just, I'm sick of it. But, um, I, Jack's moving, he's leaving Christchurch, um, Boxing Day, which is, which, you know, I think, oh yeah, <laughs> that's okay, I'm happy for him to go, but I do know that that's exactly 16 and a half weeks away, <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, really, really, I'm going to be thinking about this for 16 and a half weeks, the funny thing is, I remember, and I don't think it was 16 weeks, but I remember sitting in a Friday night meeting, working out that it was 12 weeks until he was due and sitting there and going oh my gosh my baby's due in 12 weeks that's only 12 more Fridays <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking maybe I should start thinking about getting some baby clothes <laughs> and afterwards I talked to my sponsor and she said oh yes maybe you should start thinking about getting some baby clothes and um, yeah he turns 21 the week before he goes and um, gosh it's just it's just a joy it's just a joy to be a mum and it's just a joy to like just be a pretty crappy parent and you know I was just 
complaining to Clark, I was saying, I think I'm quite neglectful, and he said, I think the boys like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, like it's just, it's just this thing that happens out there, and and I, and I don't know, I think, I don't think my boys know how grateful they have to be to this program for the way that their mother is, but I do. I know, I know that I'm a better mum, I know that I'm a better wife and daughter and sister and friend because of these 12 steps and this way of life and because I come and I sit in these rooms and I listen to all of you. Try and work those steps to the best of my ability every day. Um, Practicing a lot at the moment, just saying, thy will, not mine, be done. Like that's the, you know, that is the, you know, whatever is happening and whatever that distraction and whatever excitement, I mean, it does focus me more and more on these 12 steps. Um, Been really grateful recently to be able to work these steps around resentments you know, just some major resentments and learning to meet the people that I have a resentment against in that moment and that if I meet them in that moment that not thinking about what has happened in the past and not thinking about what's happening in the future but it's actually just lovely like it's just lovely and these 12 steps work and I think I might just leave it there thank you very much